0: Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome, new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook, and here's why. Because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and because you get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day, right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Against Odds so they know I sent you. Take it away, Boss Tones. All right, welcome to Against all odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, the dynamic duo. They're back at it. Fiddling with the knobs. Baby face, Joel Solomon producing this mess, and is always joining me, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bride, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Guys, we have broadcasting legend Kevin Harlan joining us. I don't know how this happened. Is this true? Babyface Joel Solomon? Kevin Harlan's going to come on
1: and talk to us? Uh, it's not Kevin Harvick, the NASCAR driver. So, yeah, Kevin Harlan will be joining.
0: Oh, yeah, you should probably double-check that, just in case. we we'll take <laughs> Kevin Harvick, too. Uh, I don't mind that. But it's weird that he's wasting his wonderful, uh, sultry voice on us. Does he think maybe he's stopping by McAfee? I wonder what uh, – I don't know. We're going to find out what the screw-up here is. But Kevin Harlan is indeed joining us. Uh, we got a lot to go over. We have Kevin Harlan. We have the golf, uh, the match. I didn't watch uh, much or any of it, but I'm uh, curious to get Brother Brian was over the moon about it. We're going to talk about that, NHL action, and, of course, NBA final start tonight. Um, that's it, right, Parley Kid? After this series, it's over, right? You promise? This is it? One more series?
2: That's it. This is it, Sal. It's finally coming to an end.
0: Are you sure they don't do, like,
2: another oh, play-in oh. tournament
0: for the – there's no play-in oh, then, for the it, summer league or something?
2: Uh, you're going to have the draft in a couple weeks, so too, so – Oh, and, then right. su- and then summer league, summer league. It's
0: right around the corner. I'm right. Okay. All right. I mean, the draft is fine <laughs> and the summer league. I could easily ignore. So that's good, but it does come down to it tonight. It's fun. Game one, NBA finals race to 10 Thursday. Also, we only have a couple of these left. I think this week, probably next week. And that's that we got off our schneid who, who picked us, who led us in the right direction. Was that you parlay kid last week? No. That was Brother Bry. Brother Bry, We took the Celtics. Yep, I don't even the, remember. It had, had to the, be Celtics we, over heat, right? Yep, yep. We had the Celtics over heat. And we did that. That was, that nice, was nice. We raised some money for charity today. Uh, oh, well, you know what? I made Harry pick, but really, Bry should hold the dice, right? I forgot about this. I forgot that's how mm. we do it. All right. I already told you, H- Harry, that you could do this. Um, Golden State to score 10 points first is minus 20. Boston minus 120. Boston is minus 106. Uh, the way it is, is we all pull our money together. We bet on one of the teams to score 10 points. First, we go on Twitter, we yell like maniacs, and then we root. And it's a, a undoubtedly close. And uh, a lot of times we lose. But we're going to pick it up here. I don't know. We probably have a winning record, right, Parley Kid? I don't know. It's got to be close to winning.
2: I don't. Th- I think it's. I think we're probably just over that, uh, probably around 500, maybe yeah. a game over. All right,
0: we don't lose. Right. And we've taken some underdogs, too. So uh, we're not fair too bad. So, Harry. Keep it going. Keep the ball rolling. Who are we taking first to 10 tonight? Okay. Well, we are.
3: I will say this. The two games they played this year, Golden State was the first to 10 in both. Good research. All right. But but, I'm going to go with kind of the, the hot hand in the first to 10 here. Boston was three and one on the road against Miami on the road. And in their last five games on the road, Boston is four and one in the first to 10.
4: So let's take the Celtics.
0: All right. Yeah. You okay with that, Brian? Yeah, I like it.
4: That's why I, I would have taken that too. I think... I think this – I think because the Warriors have been off for so long, I feel like they, they might get off to a rough start or maybe just start turning the ball over early on mm-hmm. in that game. So I, I do like Boston too. I would have taken Boston.
0: <laughs> it's the all dumbest right. shit. <laughs> <coming>. Oh,
5: that's <laughs> so stupid. All right. <laughs> well, okay. we Let's got do it, East. Big D.
4: Big D.
0: <laughs> Let's get into this. Well, you know, we gave uh, – Fandle has all these specials and everything. We went over a couple of them uh, the last couple uh, – few days. But as it remains – the Warriors are a minus 160 favorite to lift the trophy right there at the end. What is it? The Larry O'Brien trophy? Uh, Paul, I should know this. Because we prank fans. We make them think they broke it on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. <laughs> is that so,
2: what it is? Is
0: it the Larry O'Brien Larry O'Brien. Trophy? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. the right. whole okay. thing with that. Actually, I, yeah. we're, we're doing that again. Um, I actually That's probably so shouldn't. I That's should good. That's so good when you guys do that. It, right? Is it bad that I announce it? I don't know. Whatever. We're going to be uh, right there in the San Francisco area doing it this weekend again. But anyway, the Warriors are minus 160. The Celtics plus 135. This is probably the best matchup you could ask for from a fan interest. Perspective that didn't involve the Nets, maybe Giannis. I don't know, Parley kid. Could there be some Giannis fatigue? I mean, the, the NBA's happy with this result, right?
2: Yeah, I think they're very happy. I think this is a good result. Um, could there have been slightly better ones? I guess, but uh, they got to be happy with this yeah. result. Yes, if I the agree. Nets
0: aren't in it. This is this is ideal, I think, for them. Yes, uh, yep. I'm taking the Celtics in seven at six to one odds. They've won. I know people don't care about what happened in the regular season, but they've won six of the last seven versus the Warriors. They've held Golden State to 31% from three-point range over that stretch. It's all going to come down to defense if they do this. Uh, A rookie head coach. Now, the last three rookie head coaches that made the finals went on to win the title. Steve Kerr, 2015. Taron Liu, 2016. And Nick Nurse, of course, with the Raptors a couple years back. They are 21-3 and in their last 24 road games with Jason Tatum in the lineup and uh, that'll lend to my MVP pick in a moment. But uh, yeah, so that's what I think. I think they steal a couple, which seems impossible on the road against golden state or steal one even. So, and it might be that game seven right there. It will have to be for me to win six to one odds right there. Uh, Harry, you like the warriors. Just straight up, not even having fun with this. Warriors minus no, 160. No, not really. Yeah, not really having a lot of fun here
3: with this one. Just taking the Warriors at minus 160. Um, 9-0 at home in the playoffs. Uh, Golden yep. State, I think, maybe just a little bit overall too deep. Looney and Wiggins have been playing fantastic. Wiggins getting 16-7 and uh, in the playoffs, making every cent of his $29 million salary worthy. Uh, Looney. The last five games, he's averaging 13 rebounds per game. He's gonna have to battle Williams down low, so he's gonna be a big part, an integral part of Golden State here too. And uh, they're looking for their fourth title since 2015. Curry won one before KD, won two with KD as a teammate, now looking for one after KD. I think it get uh, the Warriors in a in a tough struggle. Get it done. Maybe in six, maybe in seven, but they still get it done. Lay in the one sixty, They get it done and win the fourth title since 2015.
0: All right. And this helps your cause. Six of the last eight teams with home court advantage in the finals went on to win the title. We're excluding the Lakers uh, in the bubble there. That was not home. They're nine and oh at home this postseason. Six came by double digits. Sixth appearance in the last eight years. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, 123 combined games of finals experience versus the Celtics. Zero. Um, makes I mean I guess that makes sense that they're favored I I, I was harsh, a little harsh because uh, head to head the Celtics have had success but it all makes sense that the Warriors are favored let's just play the damn games again bro, uh, already brother bro you're going against me you think it goes to seven games but that the Warriors pull that out.
4: Yeah, home. I'm taking the Warriors in seven at plus 350. You know, it's funny. I wanted to take the Celtics at plus one and a half here, but you have to pay a hefty price. It's like minus yeah. minus 184 to get the game and a half. But like Harry was mm-hmm. saying, they've been dominant at home. Nine and zero oh so far, seven and two against the spread. And while the Celtics have been great on the road, they have been shaky at home. I do think this may be, you know, it's possible the Celtics, I think maybe steal one on the road, but they also probably lose one at home. So I think we do get to seven here. I think it's really just it's a very close matchup. I think if you get to a game seven, though, I think the Warriors just have a little bit too much experience here and they win it. So I, li- I like the I like both of them, though. Uh, those Doing lines. all right, because yeah. if they
0: go to game seven, it'll probably be Warriors three point favorite, three and a half point. Favorite. Uh, yeah, minus one yeah. fifty one fifty. You'll of a yeah. nice little uh, hedge in there if you need it. All right, Polly kid, you're having some fun with this. Vandal has which team will lead after three games, all kinds of stuff like that. I mean, you could pick, yeah, I you could think, actually I pick think who's going to win every single game, but, right? I, yeah. you, I saw follow. that yeah. you
2: could actually pick the games uh, and get nice odds on it. You could mm-hmm. go, you know, Golden State, Golden State, Boston, Golden State, Golden State. Right. Uh, you could do whatever combination you want. Uh, I'm taking, I think Harry had this in a series. I forget what which one it was, but I'm taking Golden State to be up two to one after three games at plus 130. Hmm. Uh, I would think Brian and Harry uh, have to like this one as well, being that especially if Brian likes uh, Golden State and seven, you got to figure it's probably two one uh, either way. But probably Golden State, as Harry said, they're nine and zero at home here in the playoffs so far. Uh, will they be? Will there be a little uh, rust? Possibly, um, but uh, you know, shoot or shoot. Uh, that's what they're gonna do. Uh, I think they get both these home games. Boston gets game three. It's 2-1 at plus 130. I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. And just if you guys could indulge me here for one second. um, When you look at the rosters, and we've done this before, right? If you were to just go, you know, players one through ten. Golden State. Golden State. uh, Curry's number one here, right? Tatum's two. Yep. If you were to rank the players in the series, right? Three. Who do you give three to now? Is it Brown or it's is tough. it still Clay Thompson? It's tough.
0: I I know what you're getting well, at. And I think But I still think I Golden think State's got five of the first seven or eight. Five is, out of like at least eight. Yeah. Five out of eight. I was I'm looking thinking. at this too the other night. Right? Last something night. like yeah. that? Yes. Um I think and drawing so.
2: pool into that mix. Uh, you know, they could make a you could make a case for smart. Um
0: Smart. Uh, I mean, look, there. if if you go by the MVP odds, which we often do and we'll get to it in a second, yeah. smart is a top six player. Jordan Poole is seven and, and Wiggins is eight. And then you right. got the Hall like, So right. Like
2: Wiggins, would Wiggins be the third best player on the Celtics?
0: Uh Tatum Brown. Uh, I don't I don't yeah. I mean smarter Wiggins, I guess. Just is throwing what you're it out asking, there. I'm just thinking nights. five
2: sure. out of yeah. eight go to the Warriors. I think they're just a better, deeper team, like Harry said.
0: Yeah. All right, that's a fun one for sure. So your ideal path for this parlay, kid, is the Warriors win the first two, and then you're looking at the Celtics. You got your plus yeah, one thirty. This is Celtics a weird win. series
2: because I know the Warriors are, have been very good at home. Yeah, but I, both these teams can win on the road. I don't, I don't see. Oh yeah, Especially I don't see home Celtics. dominance yeah, here yeah, yeah. at all in, in this series. Uh, where I think you know, like I said, defense travels.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Both teams play good defense, so I think they'll be. Uh these games will be I think we might have some tight games here.
0: Yeah, really right. series. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Paula kid. You gotta get out <laughs> of this. What <laughs> am I thinking? What am I thinking? Under one and a half decent games. Uh oh se- boy. I'm gonna say <laughs> seven points three minutes left is a decent competitive game. Uh, I'm gonna go under I, under I, one and a half. I will
4: um <laughs> under one and a half? Uh yeah. I'll I'll say over.
0: I'm an uh, optimist. Yeah
4: well, <laughs> I will say though, if you do like if we do like the big, you know, alternate lines, like this is the series to do it, right? Because every yeah. every spread's probably going to be, it's right. going to be what three or four either way, probably. So you, yeah, if sure. You, so if yeah, you
0: want, Iran, it, it wasn't as fun when the Warriors were given nine to. I don't know what was the biggest. Were they given nine to Dallas at one point? Probably in game. Five, right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, there's but, some of those big, but you could yeah. get,
4: yeah, you, you'll you be able to if you like a team to win in this by more than the 19 and a half, which I took a few times, like you're gonna get right. t- you're gonna get 10 to one or like nine to one at least. There even, you go, for the home teams.
0: That's what that's the thing to do. All right, so we 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 touched on the MVP, let's hit it hard now. Curry minus 115, favored Tatum yeah. plus 175, Jalen Brown 11 to 1, Clay Thompson 22 to 1, Draymond Green 22 to 1, and Marcus Smart 41 41 to 1. And then you're getting into the high 40s and uh, uh, Kevon Looney, 490 to 1. Pretty good. I mean, we laugh, but Iguodala, what was it, 2015, was 100 to 1. He won it. So uh, they do they do have a little fun with this award. I am not going to. I said the other day, uh, if they didn't take the trophy from Jason Tatum in the Eastern Conference Series, they're not going to do it. They're just not going to do it this year. Jalen Brown had comparable numbers. Parlay kid brother Bry, you had Jalen Brown. Tatum had three poor shooting games he really did and he seems to be able to have his lulls but still pull off like averaging 25 mm. 8 and 6 I think which is average for the uh the series against the heat plus 175 on Tatum I already have the Celtics to win this series Tatum is the better bet plus 175 is a good deal better than plus 130 for the Celtics to win the series uh, I know I'm not taking a yeah. big swing here but that's my pick Tatum you guys are all on the Warriors and all On Steph Curry. My goodness. Parley, kid, start us off.
2: Well, can you see a scenario? It's like with Boston, so it's with Tatum, too. If you like Boston, you can't really see a scenario of Boston winning this series and Tatum not being the best player on their team. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, for Curry, that's exactly how I feel, is I I see no scenario where uh, the Warriors are winning this series and Curry is not the guy. I know... And I do think this. I mentioned this yesterday. I do think he's on a mission here uh, uh, to be the best player in this series. He hasn't won this award uh, in his career. It'd be kind of the finishing touches mm-hmm. uh, for him to kind of really have a. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying a coming out party for him because he's always been awesome, right? But uh, you know, he he had this kind of stolen away from him uh, years ago, right? With uh, Iguodala came out of nowhere and, yep. and won that MVP. Um, Curry wins it He's they win Warriors win Curry wins All right. end of story
0: he is um, over his last seven games against the Celtics 48.8% three point percent pretty good
2: yeah and look he just good. doesn't do he just doesn't score mm-hmm. the guys the guy is always a threat to somehow be close to double figures uh, sometimes in rebounds even and assists yeah like you know so
0: he could rack up I, those assists fast. They'll have like four absolutely. by the end of the first quarter. A lot absolutely. of times. Absolutely. All right, right. Harry. Uh, also, Curry.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, when Igoudala won it, that was silly. He shouldn't have. It should have probably went to Curry. Uh, I, again, just to reiterate what Darren's saying, I just don't think there's really anyone. Who's going to get it other than Curry from the Warriors if they win it? I mean, I've seen Clay, Clay has uh, 34 to 1 odds. That's pretty big there. And, and we mentioned uh, yesterday he's had a couple of games where he's had eight three-pointers in playoff games this year, uh, two of them. Um, maybe if Curry got hurt, I mean, if you want a little backup and you take Clay uh, at 34 to 1, that's pretty big odds for him. But uh, yeah. still, overall, it has to be Curry. You
5: yeah. know,
0: we, we talk about Iguodala. But really that that's the one that stood out. It's it's chalk the whole twenty twenty one, Giannis, twenty twenty, LeBron, nineteen, Kawhi, eighteen and seventeen, Durant. Although I get, you know, I guess Curry. could yeah, be well in the that, conversation. Minute,
3: like I like yeah. I mentioned this before. It's so about other in the NFL too. It's like the Tom Brady Award, basically. Tom Brady always gets it in Super Bowls for the most part. Uh one time he didn't, I don't believe when they won, but I think right, it was he, gets twice it he didn't get it. Twice, didn't he yeah. not
0: get it twice?
3: He should have got he, he he shouldn't have got At least it when twice. Uh, but should have against Atlanta and he got it when he didn't deserve it that game. But yeah, yeah.
0: Edelman got one. Yeah. Uh yeah, Brian, I don't know, I don't know what you're gonna say, but yeah, the LeBron in sixteen, then Iguodala fifteen, Kawhi in fourteen, LeBron in thirteen and twelve, Dirk in two thousand eleven. Kobe won it the two years before when the Lakers won back to back. It's, it's chalk. Right. So yeah, for the most part.
4: I was yeah. going to say, I do think, I think we all had, I, I remember it, I don't know if it was 2017 or 2018. We all had Curry to win when it was really close with Durant, And that came down to kind of like the last game that, that Curry didn't mm-hmm. win it. So I do think this yep. is going to be somewhat in a, like an achievement award for him regardless, as long as he's pretty good and they win this one, I think he wins it. You know, if Wiggins if a guy like Wiggins couldn't win the last series, it's almost impossible for anybody like Women uh, Wiggins, Draymond, mm. any of those to win it. I, right. I will. I do agree with Harry somewhat, though. Again, I I could always see a scenario with Clay because there's the uh, there's the potential that he has like three games that they win in this series and he makes like six to eight three pointers. So there is always that potential, but I do think it's going to be hard for them not to go with Curry if he's averaging close to 25. again. Here's a good
0: clay number. Uh, 12 of his last 13 finals games, 40% or better from three point range. Yeah. I,
4: I was, will say yeah. I I do think in that game five against the Mavericks, I mm-hmm. thought that was by far the best clay looked. He he was moving around. He kind of looked like old clay. So again, right. you could say that definitely carries over maybe into this series.
0: Babyface, what are we missing here? Wait, would you you like Clay Thompson? You're saying?
1: yeah I feel like there's always such a narrative, and if if the Celtics bottle up Steph, I mean I, I think he might defer a lot. this could be Clay series, and uh, you know, we know how much they love narratives of of him coming yeah. back from injury.
0: Yeah, all right. Uh, let's go to game one now, Brian you have you're the only one. we all pick props here, but you are the only one who uh, likes the Warriors straight up or minus three and a half as it is.
4: Yeah. I'm I'm taking the minus three. I know it's minus four right now, but I'm taking minus three and a half at minus minus one twenty. I I mean, I, I do like them here. Like I said, I do think they, I, I have a feeling and I'm glad Harry took it. I do think they're a little shaky and sloppy in the first quarter and then Mm -hmm. they take, start taking control in the second and the third quarter. So I would maybe, you know, I would sometimes maybe look at that, you know, maybe Boston first quarter, the Warriors for the game here too. But, you know, we, well, talk, we got the race to 10. We, so got we'll, the race, we, we got the race to 10. So it's fine. I'm, I'm OK with that. We've done this before. It doesn't winning the race to 10 doesn't really mean anything to the end of this game. But again, they've been so dominant at home. They're seven and two against the spread in the playoffs. And they've been really good against the spread yeah. at home against the top teams in the NBA this season. So I think that, you know, I think they come to play, especially, you know, they pick it up in the second, third quarter and they, they cover this game.
0: All right, now I know people hate this. They say the money it doesn't stack up, but it 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 stacks up. When I look around me, all the stacks of money I have betting the minus nine and, <laughs> and a half for both sides. Celtics minus nine and a half, plus four eighty. I know the Warriors, not that great, plus one ninety six. So if you get if you get middled, you lose uh you lose two x, and you're only going to win one uh if uh the Warriors cover that in double digits. But it ha- who knows who knows if the finals will be anything like. Um the rest of the playoffs. But if they are, look for that one to hit. All right, Harry, you like uh, Jalen Brown over twenty-seven and a half. What is that? Points and assists?
3: Yeah, over twenty-seven and a half, points, assists at minus one fifteen. He went to he played his college ball at Berkeley at Cal. I'm sure he's gonna have lots of friends and family there to watch him <laughs> excel. Five of the seven games versus Miami's at twenty-four points or more, and he's had eleven assists in his last two games uh, played. Regular season in San Francisco. Uh, Brown had 29 points and assists combined in that game. So I'm going to go over 27 and a half here.
0: All right. Parley kid. We talked about Curry and his assists and he gets yeah. ahead of it early. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm taking Curry over five and a half assists at minus, uh, 118. uh, 28 assists in his last three games. Um, averages 6.2 assists overall in these playoffs, uh, eight out of the last uh, 10 games. He has gone over this five and a half. He can rack these up pretty quick with the way, mm-hmm. he, uh, Guys, shoot, and Boston's gonna come, probably come out and try to, you know, make him pass the ball. So let's go Curry over five and a half assists at minus one eighteen.
0: All right, Harry, you mentioned Looney and how much of a factor he could be in this series. I took him at plus, I think it was plus one eighty to have the highest rebound average in the series. I like him at ten or more rebounds tonight, minus one hundred four. The Celtics out rebounded in ten of their last fourteen games, so you could see him all over the place. He's had twelve or more in three of the last four. Mm-hmm. He had 18 his last game against Dallas, 22 in that final game against Memphis. I think he's a presence until they figure him out. Um, but he's right around that number. He had 10 and 9 versus Boston in the heads, head-to-heads this year. So I think there's decent value in double-digit boards for Kavon Looney. It's going to be fun. What What is this stat? Oh, wow. Yeah, so the Warriors are on an eight-game win streak, and they're 7-1 and one against the number in NBA final game ones.
1: Sorry, so, home teams, home team favorites on an eight-game winning. Team. Home team favorites? Oh, not just the Warriors, right? Okay, yeah, but the Sorry. Warriors are twenty-one and two in Game One. Under yeah, Speaker.
0: yeah, well, they're mostly the home team in Game <laughs> One since we've uh, been children. I don't know how it uh, how it works out, but hey, Fanduel, yes, tonight, Game One, your chance to score big on Fanduel Sportsbook throughout the NBA Finals. Fandle's giving new customers two hundred dollars in free bets guaranteed when you place your first. Five dollar bet, bet the money line, point spreads, player props, and so much more. Plus, you can combine your bets for an even bigger payday with the same game parlay. Just sign up with promo code Against All Odds, and if you haven't tried Fandle, now's the perfect time to give it a shot. Because the only thing sweeter than watching the finals is cashing in on all the action. Just join mm-hmm. today with promo code promo code Against All Odds and turn a five dollar bet into two hundred dollars in free bets. Win or lose, make every game feel like Game Seven with FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, the official partner of the NBA. All right, so, I mean, any of those we just gave you there. Uh, take Looney, 10 or more rebounds. Take the Warriors, since they uh, close things out in game one, usually. Just take them on the money line or take them laying the points. And, uh, Harry, what, what would be your third leg? Like I said, uh,
3: Brown. How about Brown just to over 24 and a half points, too? Beautiful.
0: Put that together. You get four or five to one odds there. Same game parlays. One of the better uh, inventions during the pandemic, I will say. Fandle, the official partner of the NBA. All right. This is very exciting. Let's bring in our guest. He's the play by play voice for the NBA on TNT, NFL on CBS and Monday Night Football. on Westwood one. He's he's the Bo Jackson of broadcasting. Let's face it. National sportscaster of the year. I have no idea why he's here, but I'm glad.
6: Kevin Harlan. (laughs) thanks for joining us. Great to be on. Thank you very much. I'm, uh, I'm honored to visit with you and I've, I've, uh, I've read a lot about you. I've heard a lot about you and oh, no. whoever meeting uh, even like this.
0: Well, we are honored because your voice, and I really do mean the best, the best actual voice in all of sport. Did you, I'm curious, did you develop the play-by-play voice you have now or did you hit puberty and all of a sudden was like, oh my God, I got to do something <laughs> with this in sports. How did it work out? Uh,
6: No, it, um, it just kind of happened, a lot of trial and error. And I, I, this is not the voice I, I thought I'd have. This is not the voice that I, dreamt of having when I was a kid wanting to be a broadcaster. I always envisioned the voice of Ray Scott or Pat Summerall or, or, or Jim Simpson, something like that. And the yeah. voice you have is the voice you have. So that's, that's what I've had to work with. But um, I do feel very fortunate in the business that it, that it's worked out the way it has certainly. And um, but there's always. There's always moments of pause when you go back and watch your work and think that, uh, you know, I can tighten the screws a little bit, which I do all the time. And um, always a challenge to get better. And I continue to have that philosophy, even even at the stage I am right now in my career.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, uh, you talk about the challenges and here's a challenge that you didn't put on yourself, but the NBA, I mean, I feel you earned your money this postseason because let's be honest, th- these games have not been good and you did a great job as always making them seem important. Does it bother you? Do you have to kick it into another gear when you're all of a sudden calling a 25 point game in the second quarter?
6: You know, um, it really doesn't because I think you shift the direction that you want the conversation to go. Uh, Sal, you're more- uh, or less are talking about wide ranging stories. You widen the lens a little bit. You, you got to keep people around, maybe talk to a Reggie Miller or Stan Van Gundy or whoever I'm working with on that particular broadcast, um, you know, about philosophy, about a player and performance or whatever. I, I think there's always enough um, you know, the, the, the areas you can go into many topics you can explore and, the people I work with, at least, never have a shortage of comments and 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 opinions, and that's always good. Less play-by-play, more of them, and then as the game is still going on, and maybe a twenty-five or thirty-point blowout, you're filling in the cracks. Yeah, third foul on that guy, or now he's up to twenty-seven points, or mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. But but no, it's more it's more podcaster or, or talk show oriented. I think at that stage, certainly.
0: Yeah, and, and you do a great job. Do you have a list of these uh, backup stories ahead of time? Do you work it out with the crew? Like, all right, listen, if this becomes a blowout, maybe we go into this, or just, uh, you just you just kind of wing it? It just
6: happens, yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I personally will have some areas I'll, I I want to look into, and, and a great example of this is is Luka Doncic, who is a ball-heavy guard who is who dominates that ball in possession. And um certainly has enough assist, but he's a ball dominant player. And I I've asked Reggie in one of the games we had, you know, how would you like playing with a guy like that? You know, what does that do to the other four guys on the floor? And then ask Stan Van Gundy or whoever I'm working with, preferably a coach, you know, what is it like to coach a guy like that? What are the challenges and and what are the benefits? So, so there are many things, you know, you lose yourself in the broadcast, you lose yourself in the game. Uh, you, you're thinking about how the statistics are leaning one way or the other, trends in the game. You've done the preparation, certainly, on the individual players and styles and where they sit within the framework of the playoffs. And mm-hmm. and so just naturally things kind of come up. They may see a comment that will spark something in my mind. And I always think of my wife, who uh, we've been married for 35 years, and the only thing she ever comments on are things like, hey, I like when you guys are talking about you know, coming back from an injury or I liked when you were asking Reggie on his game day routine, you know, what was that like? And so I always think about what would my, what would interest Mm -hmm. my final sports fan, uh, but knows the business and knows what I talk about. I always think, you know, what would she like to know right about now? What, what might be on her mind? And so I kind of channel her her inner thoughts sometimes on our broadcasts.
0: You know what a good lady, and that is so important. <clears throat> As I, I was gritting my teeth last night when I heard my wife uh, recap our eight year old son's uh, baseball game and was uh, excited to say that uh, we won eleven to twelve by one point. And uh, I really just wanted to, to jump out the window, but. Uh, but that's good. It it is very important. I do say <laughs> with, with some of this stuff were you like hoping for like a protester is a protester moment nervous for you. I know you've called <laughs> streakers and stuff like that. You have yeah. made the most of it. Of uh, you made, made it a an even more fun situation <laughs> than it is, but uh did you call any of those protesters? I'm trying to figure it out. Were, were yeah,
6: you on we, we, of those? we we had the animal rights person that that glued her. The wrist glue one. That's floor. right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we've we've had a couple that have come out and, and stormed the floor. And certainly in in football, that happens, uh, seems with more, you know, regularity. But uh, mm-hmm. he, he, the problem now and and the, and the animal rights person actually is a pretty good one to bring up because, yeah, I mean, like they're gluing them like we were working with Allie <laughs> La forcing. Uh, we thought it was an arena worker who was wiping up moisture on the floor oh. after, after some play, right? And then they go to the other end of the floor and she's still over there. And I thought maybe she had fainted or had a medical issue, right? So, uh-huh. so you're going like, what the hell is going on over there? And then you find out, you know, she's glued herself on the floor. I've, ne- I, you know, it's, it's like you can't make this stuff like glued herself on the floor. Like, mm-hmm. what? but but that but then i held my tongue because i'm thinking all right there's got to be something more at play you just don't like you just don't glue yourself on a basketball floor right so so sure enough she had a a cause that she wanted to highlight and that was animal uh rights animal protection the Mm -hmm. former owner of the timberwolves have been involved in a and and i don't know the details so so this is not official or not please don't hold me to this but but like i guess he runs a a, a chicken farm in Iowa. And they had to dispose of like 5 million birds because there was a flu incredibly mm-hmm. contagious that would endanger, not just the chickens under in that. Yeah. Coop. But like, I mean, who knows where, so, so anyway, th- there was a purpose there and you're always going to offend somebody somewhere, somehow. Right. if You kind of go off, off the tracks. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, she cleared it up. Our reporter, Allie LaForce, cleared it up pretty quickly, and and we were able to move on, and we didn't say anything. Um, um, I, I did come up with some kind of smart-ass line, though, and I forget what it was now. <laughs> um, I'll, 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 I'll think, and I kind of slipped it in quickly if we're going to, like, uh, uh, a yeah. li- little uh, little Uzi Vert promo or something like that. I <laughs> Yeah, we some, actually some show.
0: We actually interviewed her. She was a very nice woman, and she, oh, but good. she,
6: yeah, she took exception <laughs> with the fact
0: that you didn't come to her defense. She was very upset.
6: <laughs> no, she didn't, I'm sure, she didn't yeah, say anything. Yeah, good. yeah. Uh, oh, I you know, know what talk- I was. I know what I was going to say. Go uh, we say, uh, and of course, we've had a stoppage in play. uh a woman literally came unglued here at the game. And now we go to the uh, capture coming <laughs> up on was Perfect. Yeah, well, it a little it was stupid. But you know,
0: was little... I hesitate to say this because I don't – this creates problems for you. But if someone really wants to make a statement, a protest statement, they can literally make a statement by joining you behind the mic for three, uh, five seconds, whatever, right? Do you um, – huh. Surprise. I, forget yeah. it. I, but we're going to cut that out because I don't want that in people's minds. <laughs>
6: okay. We do travel. We do travel now uh, with security. Our security, mm-hmm. in fact, was uh, I've been at Turner since 1996. Yeah. And wow. we, we, we've always had, you know, when I work with Charles or work with Shaq or we do so, or, or whoever, um, namely Charles, um, mm-hmm. we always had his personal guy that was was with us. Um, and, and, um, but just recently in the last couple, uh, months, they've traveled at least two people with us, getting us from the hotel to the van, from the van to the arena. And then they sit in back of us during the game. So I think there is some, I think there is some concern there. Maybe they've got some Intel that would tell them that, you know, there's, there's something being planned. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because if a woman uh, or man uh, glues themselves to Kevin Harlan for two hours, then you <laughs> then you got to call the game with them, right? I don't know if there's any uh, <laughs> anything in place to prevent that. Um, I get let very me ask colorful. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, what What's the most frustrating thing about calling names right now? Is it officials not <laughs> knowing what the catch is? Is it flopping, instant replays, delaying everything? What's your pet peeve?
6: Well, the flopping is a... Um, I I think I have noticed more this year than ever before in the NBA and maybe because Mm. it's the, the, uh, constant soccer that is being shown in this country, UEFA and (laughs) and all this stuff overseas. When those guys go down in soccer, it's like they've been shot and they're looking for immediate (laughs) medical help. Right. Right. And now that's how it is in the NBA. Unfortunately, guys are getting hit up around the throat, around the chin on the jaw, on the temple, and they quickly go down. As if they've taken a bullet in the in the gut, right? Like and mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god, like what has happened? And then he like Marcus Smart and not to diminish their injuries, but a couple of playoff games ago, Marcus Smart and Tatum both went down, and you would have thought like they've they've had the the injury, you know, they've broken a leg or they've dislocated a yeah. hip or they've you know uh, unhinged a, an, an elbow or a shoulder, like like oh my god, like what has happened? And then five minutes later, they're back out there jumping around and shooting the ball and rebounding and passing and and running. So, like, you don't know now what to say. Mm -hmm. And the other thing in the NBA, because of the number of people you can have on the floor, is a guy goes down, and everybody just kind of looks at him. Like like in the NFL, somebody goes down, man, they've got 15 people from that sideline racing across the field to Mm -hmm. go attend to the down player. In the NBA, the guy's down for, like, two minutes, and he's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <True>. <laughs> yeah I, 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 it, it, it,
0: and it's oh tough for God. you because again you don't want to you don't want to so piss true. anyone off and like so right, if Marcus right. Smart took four flops in a row but then he's hurt on the fifth one you don't want to be like oh come on already and or if uh, Anthony Davis I imagine who's on the court <laughs> I don't know what's he down 27 28 times a game you, you don't want to d- diminish what's going exactly. on right
6: exactly no you can't you can't do that because there could be you know um, when Hayward went down, you know, in Cleveland on that opener a couple years ago for the Celtics, mm-hmm. um, we were courtside and it was five minutes or whatever it was into the game. And he went down and I heard the snap of the bone. And when mm-hmm. I heard it, I looked and saw the, the disc, you know, the foot, which was going you know north when it should have been going south. Right. And I said, Oh my God, he's broken his leg. Gordon Hayward is down he's just broken his leg yet mm-hmm. our cameras are at the other end right and then they stopped play because they could see it was serious and I got criticized because because I said listen I, I I've done a lot of I mean I there's a difference between a dislocation and a and a completely you know a compound fracture and this was clearly a compound fracture and and mm-hmm. um Anyway, so yeah, no you've got to be careful and and you see it on the highlight and a guy will take something, you know, but now we're getting like phantom elbows to the jaw right. which is a, immediate, you know, flagrant 1 and and we see that there's there's this much separation between the elbow and the jaw. And there's like yep. there was there was no touching. And and so it's it, it's it's tough it's hard on these officials who are as trained and as you know, I mean, they're on it. They really are. They are on it. And and I respect them all. And if we were all judged on the way that officials in the NFL and the NBA are judged on a, on a call by call, play by play, game by game basis, we would all be, you know, spotless on the air. Oh, yeah. the, these guys go through a lot. So it, it's very difficult and, and frustrating because there are a lot of stoppages for just that very reason.
0: Yeah. And, uh, we, you know, we've talked about this uh, for the last few weeks, like in football, if a referee, if there's no holding calls the whole game, most fans are happy. Right. Depending on if it's not egregious and replays. But you have to in basketball call between 40 and 60 fouls. You just have yes. to. That's just yes. the nature of the game. And so yeah. of those 40 to 60, there's going to be five to 10 or, or maybe all of them are going to be uh, heavily looked into, and everybody thinks their, their team was screwed. <laughs> exactly.
6: Uh, you know, they're constantly. I I, we, we, I see that. I get that. I, I, you know, as a broadcaster, we don't know the rules as well as the officials, but we know the rules, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of our job. Um, but I have found it's a fool's errand to try to go in there and dig on a call when it could be, you know, a completely different interpretation that I'm not – because they've got the two officials looking at the replay. They've got like 10 guys back in Secaucus at the command center looking at it. Like, mm-hmm. who am I to sit there and try to guess when 12 people are analyzing that play in super, in super slow-mo and they're they're going over it and over it and over it, looking at intent and run up and configuration. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna, and same in football too. I'm not going to get there. We've got a rules analyst in Gene Sterator. We've got somebody back in Secaucus that will put on the headset. Let them explain it. My job is not to sit there and explain the rules. We show it. If, if a picture's worth a thousand words, I don't need to say anything. You know, yeah. it, you know, we can say it would look like or it appears to be. But let's let the, let's let the professionals go over it and figure it out.
0: Exactly. And have you ever been to Secaucus? No one wants to be there. So, you got an angry guy in the (laughs) headset. I have
6: been there. I have been there. I have been there, actually. Yeah. It's it's, it's as big and as ominous as it looks. There are hundreds of screens and many people on headsets. And it's a pretty slick operation, like the NFL Command Center is, too.
0: Wow! Yeah, I would. I would love to walk through that. Let me give me. Uh, give us your NBA Finals prediction and, and a winner and an MVP winner,
6: if you oh, could. Oh, uh, You know, I um, th- this this could go either way so quickly. The defense mm-hmm. of the of the Celtics could take a hold of the series and really screw up the rhythm and the pacing and the beautiful, uh, fluid cutting and and everything spacing that the Warriors do or the Warriors may just prove to have so many tricks up their sleeve with all their incredible uh, finals experience and leadership that they may run circles around the Celtics. I don't think that's going to happen. I I just finished doing the the golden state series against Dallas. I did them in a couple games against Denver. Um, They look to be right now running on every single cylinder they've got. And maybe then, and then some they've, They've got it figured out. They're getting back Gary Payton, the second, by the way. Mm-hmm. So if you're yeah. looking for more grit, he'll give that. He's like a Draymond Green Jr. He's uh, a point two, you know, like he he's smaller version, but right up there. He was causing John Morant fits when he went in, against him in, in the Memphis series. Um, right. my, I don't care who he, he'll probably see a little bit of smart and, and everybody else at, at some time. Right now, we're seeing guys that are 6'3", going against guys that are 6'8", like, like the configuration of defenses against offensive size or vice versa yep. is out the door. It, it doesn't even pertain anymore. It's just it's, it's positionless, and that's, that's going to make this, I think, very tough to call as we start tonight.
0: Yeah, you know, you brought up Gary Payton Jr. by the way, you you accused him of flopping, and then he was out uh, like three weeks as a result.
6: But you you didn't think that was a real injury? Yeah. Well, I, I I wasn't doing that. I think it was an ESPN
5: game,
6: but uh, okay. But he, by the way, he came out, I think, and shot a free throw, didn't he? I think he came yes, out. Yes, yeah, he did. Yes, he did. He shot yeah. a free throw. He did. Who knows? Did. Who, knows? Did. Who knows? You know, right?
0: He sure did. <laughs> Uh, We have our friend Harry here. He's a big fan of yours. He wants to ask you a question. Now, Harry famously had an internship at CNN Sports for broadcasting, but instead, this is right after college, instead of going to Atlanta, he kept driving west and landed in Las Vegas and went (laughs) on to become a degenerate gambler. Um, First of all, by by looking at him, do you think he made the right call there? (laughs) All
6: right, guys. I, I think Harry is right on target. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> thanks, Kev. Ka- thank you,
3: Cap. Ka- well, yeah, well, here, here's a question yeah, first. first.
5: That, that tremendous fan design.
3: of yours, Cap. Uh, well, Ka- you've oh, done you. so many things. Look, what call? I'm just curious. What call are you most impressed with over the years? Now, was it in 2019, the last week of the regular season in the NFL when you called two games at once? You were in Kansas City. You called the Kansas City Charger game. Chiefs had won, so that. Put them in the second seed instead of the third seed if the Patriots lost to the Dolphins, which they did. So you called that, which was tremendous at the same time at the end of the game. But Sal mentioned streakers, too. You have had play, you have given great play by play for the, uh, Monday Night Football game between the Rams and the Niners and also the Super Bowl 55 between Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Which one are you more proud of? And by the way, I was driving. I remember remember the Monday night game. I was driving home. You were doing the game on radio with Kurt Warner. It was fantastic. I've never really had an announcer make me die laughing, and you did that night. It was
6: fantastic. Well, you you're go. sure nice, <laughs> Kevin. I
3: think there was a question in there somewhere. Oh, what are you, you more proud
6: the, the two for one, the two for
3: one game, or the streakers?
6: Well, uh, uh, n- none of them, quite frankly. I, I, I uh, you know, to be known for drunks or, or animals on the field probably isn't isn't the best thing. I, 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 but I, but Harry, I, I appreciate your, uh, you know, that you're kind to bring those. I've enjoyed them, and, and I'm glad other people have taken them in the light. In which they were delivered. Um, and, and That Rams matters. Kurt
3: Warner even gave you props during it. Yeah, he said he yeah. couldn't believe how great that was. That was fantastic.
6: Really. Uh, well, you're nice. You're nice to mention it. Uh, you know, I, I, I first of all, I'd like to think that my best call, uh, the one I'd be most personally proud of, is still a Super mm-hmm. Bowl. to call that one of the top five all-time Super Bowl calls, and and I was very happy about that. Uh, two games at once worked well, and the timing was, you know, had to be perfect, right? A play was happening in Arrowhead, a play was happening in Foxborough, and a play in Arrowhead and a play in Foxborough, like it was just like boom. Yeah. The, the rhythm of that sequence worked out great. And then, you know, people in the stands in Kansas City, which really kind of tied. And and then there was a delay, so when we were calling it and the players were realizing it, then the fans were knowing it because they're watching our telecast on their phones. And then and then our our director captured that moment. So like every it was it was all you know, just that made, that made that work. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you're, I appreciate your, your kind words. Thank you, Harry. Thank you. Kevin. I, I I, I mean,
0: there've been so many great calls. I want to give you the opportunity to top yourself. And uh, if you would do this for us, Harry, uh, Harry, I don't know if you could find it in you. Can you take your shirt off and dribble basketball around and have Kevin Harlan make the call for about 10 seconds, could you do this? Yeah, of
3: course. Of I course. know you'll do it. I'd be, will, uh, will Kevin do, it? I'd,
0: be honored honored Kevin Kevin do it. it? I'd be honored if Kevin would do it.
3: I'd be honored if Kevin would do it.
0: Okay, you'd be honored. Kevin will be disgusted, but ke- let, let, let's see if we can get to this. Go ahead, Harry. Show him what you got.
6: <laughs> oh, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> I see Harry, who's got a great handle. He's weaving yep. through traffic and takes it in. Yeah, there's a free <laughs> jiggle of a body part here and a body part there. But look at him drive and put it up and in for two. Oh,
5: so good, so good. That is way better than we could have expected. Oh, oh, that is
6: amazing. Well,
5: thanks, Kevin.
0: I appreciate you coming on. I don't know what you do in the off season. Oh, you, you do doing NBA 2K, right? You're uh, voicing that and um. All right, Kevin, I think you're breaking up a little, but thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Kevin Harlan, everyone. Wow, that was terrific.
5: That was
4: awesome. Thanks, Kev.
0: That was really something else. Thanks, Kev. Thank you. you. Really good. All right, uh, let's take a break uh, real quick, and we'll uh, talk NHL. All right, we're back from uh, quite possibly the greatest moment in against the odds history. Kevin Harlan calling uh, topless Harry dribbling a basketball around. I don't know how we top that, uh, but Rangers lightning, Rangers roll. Game one, let's talk six two. Eddie Spaghetti. Congratulations, and we all picked against the Rangers, and we continue to do so. And uh, boy, you're throwing excuse, excuse, it right, except for me, right in our face. Well, oh, you had the Rangers. That's right. All right, Eddie. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, uh, talk Eddie. about this team and, and, uh, what, what they've done. I mean, they're really, that was an impressive one yesterday. I have to say
7: it really was, I'm not used to a uh, game one success, obviously first round losing triple overtime and then the second round losing, uh, in overtime after le- leading with two minutes to go and missing the, uh, the empty net. Um, so mm-hmm. this six, two versus what everyone's saying, you know, coming into the series is you know you're not going to get anything by Vasilevsky. Well, I mean, six goals, Rangers are scoring goals. Uh, which is what I said on minus three is a, a big reason why I did feel pretty good about them. They were not just relying on Igor. They need to get shots on net and, and they need to convert, and they were converting on their high scoring chances. And um, Tampa, you know, Rangers were 3-0, now 4-0 versus Tampa this year. They take a lot of penalties from their style of play, so there will be chances to score. Um, they obviously do have some really high-end uh, talented players, but they're they're not maybe as lethal as they once were. And I, I think that the range right now, they're kind of clicking. You have the third line playing incredibly well. And, um, you know, Jacob Trouba. everyone wants to get on his case, but the guy is the only player in the playoffs that has, uh, he's in the, the 40-20 club, 40 um, hits, 20 block shots. He's actually, in the 50 30 club now. So he's mm-hmm. playing great. And it's just everything's firing all cylinders. Obviously gonna be a tough series, but things are going very, very well. And I am quite pleased.
0: The 40 20 is uh 40 felonies, 20 penalty minutes. Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't
5: know.
0: <laughs> well, a- let's say guys, this.
5: I- go, yeah, ahead, Tom. go ahead, go ahead, yeah.
0: okay. No, I'm gonna say spaghetti, they're minus one twenty now to win this series. You're very confident. You owe your girlfriend, soon to be fiance, a ring. Why don't you do? it? I mean, you're not going to get a better deal. Minus 120. You already got a game. You need only three yeah. more. Do it. Big bucks on the Rangers. Eddie, well, Eddie, I, I listen. You, 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 what the
3: their, their passing last night was probably the best they've had all playoffs so far. And when a team, maybe they weren't the best team on paper per se, people would say, but also they were down three one to Pittsburgh. They come and then win that series. They're down two nothing to Carolina. Come back to that series. Hockey guys are different animals. Like you get this unbelievable amount of uh, confidence building, knowing that you can do anything. And all of a sudden they take game one and they do it in, in great fashion, back-to-back go- games, six goals. And now uh four and zero against them this year. Confidence is like through the roof for the Rangers and just, it's been Zin Zibanejad and the rest of the team just
7: been unbelievable. Yeah. Meek has been amazing from that <laughs> left circle. He reminds me of like uh, Alex Ovechkin back in the day and that power play, just always firing those one-timers. But, um, you know, I will say that they needed a game like this winning, you know, any fashion would have been good. But, you know, this win over like a one-nothing, a two-one victory is a yeah. lot better because you're now creeping into the minds of the, the lightning of like, wow, our goalie, our last line of defense, the guy that, stops everything just gave up six goals to this team and you kind of broke them and um it's great to have home ice advantage too so we're in a really good spot right now
0: Barley kids had enough of this as a as an islander <gasps> fan is a, i got uh, my yeah.
2: broom out it's ready and this is we got the sweep we are su- this is a sweep sal it's over i changed i'm ready on the rangers i just put money on them today uh, it, it's over we got this I got my broom Penelope out. Now they leading
0: scorer during the regular got, season. It's, it's like sixth it's, on this oh, team this in the playoffs. Everyone's We're having look, fun with stuff. We don't need more stats. Look, well, come on. The
2: lightning look done. <laughs> they look done. They're too long. Too many playoffs. They're done.
0: <laughs> it's plus 880 for a sweep here. Uh yep. j- Jump on that, Pauly kid. Hey, Spaghetti, uh, you're, uh, you've been taking a lot of shit online, though, I will say. It's, it's been a lot, right? People have uh, blocked you. Pittsburgh fans, yeah. um, why do you think this is? What, what's going on?
7: I, I don't know. and I, I mean, I know this coming up on the other show, uh, extra points about the the angry, though the worst fan bases and the Rangers are on part of that list. It's like, I, I don't see that. <laughs> um, I, I think we're just happy to be here and we're very fortunate. I mean, obviously, oh, come on. No, no, no. I, I, I really, I do reject the hypothesis that Rangers fans are bad because I think right now we're just, this is all gravy after winning two series in the fashion they did. They're just happy to be there. But having these angry Pens fans that are still around and have even their media members too, like watching every shift of Jake <laughs> is insane. Penguins. And as, as of this morning, we're
5: still will talk about
0: the
2: penguins. Well,
7: I, I, I'm talking about it. Because I'm talking about it because they're bringing it up on, on online. And, uh, yeah. and then as of this morning, I saw that now it seems like Toronto Maple Leafs fans are a little angry uh, at, at, I don't know, at what. I mean, obviously they lost to the, the Lightning and they're the only team that's like, the amount of fans they have and the amount of their expect- expectations are so high and they never reach that. To be able to say anything to me is insane. So I'm I'm done tweeting. I'll tweet on the days of the game. I'll be happy with my team. I'm done going after people. It's just, okay. uh, if you want to hate on me, it's fine, but I'm, I'm enjoying this ride. All
0: right, that's
2: we good. Have to, we have to remember, though, now, the Rangers, they, they got... We could say it's all gravy, but they're supposed to win the series now. They, That's right. The, the Rangers are supposed to win the series loves now. That right?
0: He loved, this they is mind, They're minus 120. They're yeah. up
2: one nothing. They're supposed to win the series. Yes. and So anything less than that, I'm, I'm going to be disappointed. So now super the disappointed. The
0: psychology behind this, Eddie, is you are supposed <laughs> to feel more hurt now if the Rangers... <laughs> Lose than you were before. Parlay kid
7: pointed that out. You got it. I uh, I don't. Yeah. I mean, again, to me, it's all <laughs> gravy. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that either. I think it's the. I was I was told the Ranger was,
2: fans were awesome last night, and the Ranger fans. One, it's not all gravy to ninety-nine percent of the Ranger fans. They want to win. They want to oh, win this of series. Of course, you want yeah. to win. They're not. They're not saying, "Oh, I'm happy with what happened." Yeah. Those Those people at that garden last night,
7: they are. They want, they expect the Rangers to win. They expect, I think of course you want to win, but I also think there's still a percentage of, of the, of your brain, of a Rangers fans brain going, I'm just very happy to be here after the last two series. And, and we were told by every analyst, every channel, whether it's ESPN, TNT, it's like, well, the Rangers are just ahead of schedule. They're ahead of schedule. Like their their Mm. time is not now. Like we're supposed to see the avalanche win. we're supposed to see the lightning win, we're supposed to see the Panthers win, all the other teams. So uh, and in that regard, too, it's like, well, if we're ahead of schedule, I like where this is trending.
0: All right. All right. There you go. So that's good. That's a fun series. Uh, let's go to the other one. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about this on extra points in a little bit. Do we have other stuff to go about? But yeah, that is one of the questions uh, we're going to ask on extra points. Who was the most obnoxious fan base remaining in the playoffs? Is it the Boston Celtics fans or is it Rangers fans? I had a dead even minus one ten either way. Brian, do you care to comment on that?
4: Um, it's tough, right? Yeah, that's re- that's a really tough question. I, yeah. I mean, I uh, who am I rooting for? Who would I
0: rather? Less. Uh, I know it's crazy. It's tough to say. You want to see Rangers. You're, uh, you're, you're a fan. Do you have Ranger fan friends? I have, I somehow have more Celtic fan. Friends. Well, it's yeah. fu-
4: it's funny though because I I say this to a couple of my friends because I have I have friends who are like suicidal if the Rangers win, but I'm also like we don't actually have that for. Living in New York, I feel like I don't have a ton of Ranger friends. I, I, right. I have a bunch of people. I, I mean, there's a bunch. Wiser. There's yeah. There's yeah. not. I, I don't have a ton of Ranger friends, so it's right. it's not. It wouldn't. I don't know. This this Rangers team doesn't bother me as much as some of the older Ranger teams. So gotcha. But. I don't know. Boston's already won before, so if they win another one, maybe who cares? So maybe, uh, maybe Boston's going to be terrible. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. I guess it's the
2: Ranger. I guess the Rangers.
4: We can't see one. There you go. We I can- mean,
2: Brian, you can't worry about the Rangers. I mean, the Islanders have been in existence for so so many less years and have just as many cups. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not a big deal. There I mean, who you cares? Nineteen forty. Boston's won enough. <laughs> Rangers win. They, they're they going to win. They got to get the brooms, the brooms. Get them
0: out. All right. Let's quickly go over the uh, Western Conference. Uh, uh, Avs, Oilers, game two. Avalanche minus 170, plus 140 on the take back. Seven and a half is the over under. So now he's out, right? Uh, Darcy Kepfer, he's out for game two? Yep. He's out. Yeah. Won't matter. Won't matter. That's big. Doesn't matter. All right. parlay no, I
2: think this guy's pretty good. I think this kid's pretty
0: good. Brother so. Bryce says it's ma- it matters. He's taking the Oilers plus 146.
4: Yeah. yeah it's weird to say this, but I actually kind of liked how Edmonton played that game one. I mean, uh-huh. they had chances yeah. to tie it up. I, I do think I still think in that game, they got screwed out of two goals. I know they explained why that goal wasn't offsides, but if ed- every NHL player and analyst is saying it's offsides at first, it seems like it should be offsides. Uh, And Mm -hmm. then they scored after that on the power play, too. So I do think Kemper being out, though, will hurt them some. I mean, Frank hasn't like he really hasn't had that much action in general. And he's had a little bit of playoff action and it hasn't been good really so far. So I kind of see I kind of see this looking how the Calgary game two went right. Edmonton got kind of dominated a high scoring game game one. Maybe they bounce back here. Um, you know mm-hmm. they play pretty well. I just like the number plus one forty six seems pretty good to me. I think these two teams are pretty pretty even right now.
0: I don't mind that either, Brian. But uh, good luck getting a one goal game if you're going to take uh, Edmonton. You take uh, them
4: at the plus three something. Yeah, minus what, one what and a plus half. three
0: ten minus yeah, one and a half. That's, that's pretty. That's that's good too. I like that. Yeah, plus three ten minus yep. uh one and a half. Yeah. All right, bro, Uh Polly Kid, you have a prop.
2: Yeah, I'm taking Kadri, uh, uh over. Uh, four plus shots in this game mm-hmm. at plus one Oh eight. Uh, he had nine in the, in the last contest. And to be honest, he had nine with at least 10 minutes left in the game because right. I was keeping track to see if this guy was going to hit 10 because you rarely ever, ever see that he right. averages about three and a half shots on goal per game, but he's been at 16 in his last two um, without really even really lighting, lighting it up. I mean, he's, he's, He's looking to score more, too, I think, here. But I just think he goes over four uh, just because this game, this is just wide open play um, compared to even, like, say, the St. Louis series. Kadri, again, goes four plus shots at plus 108.
5: There you go. All
0: right, Harry, this is annoying, but also to be expected. What is this crazy (laughs) parlay here?
3: One. It's a three-team parlay. I've been red hot with these player props. Another one last night where I went in the first couple of minutes. Both games so far this week. Both have won in the first couple of minutes, so I'm going to do a three-team parlay. pace, a little over four to one. We're first going to go. We're going to go with Miko Rantanen of the Avalanche to go over a half of assist at minus one twenty-eight. Thirteen points in the playoffs. Eleven them. Eleven of them have been assists, and he had an assist in Game One versus the Oilers. His teammate Nazim Kadri K- over a half a <laughs> point minus one eighty. Eleven you points. You could just in say to register a Kadri. point. You
0: don't have to say over a half a point. Like like it's not going to be three quarters of a point. Like right.
3: Go ahead. Okay, and uh, okay, and let's get a little crazy here with Leon Drysaddle. I've been fantastic with him, <laughs> predicting him going over. Let's go that he gets a power play point, not just a that, point, but wow. a power play point. Like that, at minus one twenty-two. He had a power point, power play point in game one with <laughs> an assist. Power. He has a power play point in his last three games. So that parlay pays plus four oh four. Rantanen with at least one assist. Uh, cadre with at least one point and dry saddle with one
0: power play point. Jeez, good luck to Mikey Meatballs making that look like anything. Mikey Meatball's uh, re- loves. read English. I know. I <laughs> know. You're you're really challenging him here
2: well, I mean, after he butchered that question to Kevin Harlan, I mean he I mean it wasn't know, a question, Darren. You it wasn't it, it was, just, a it, question.
4: was it, it was kind of a question. <laughs> did you not there did Joel get the clock out for that one? That one had to be close to, oh, a yeah. had to be close
1: what was what was the time on that Close to a minute, it had uh, to be that one. I mean in true Kevin Harlan fashion, I think the twenty four uh shot clock were Second
0: shotgun. <laughs> that was it. But,
1: yeah.
2: By the way, Harry, you're a regular Kareem Abdul Jabbar the hut. <laughs> oh There you go. I had to, I Have had we to not get done these? In. I had to get that in. I had to get that in. I don't know if we've done that oh, yet. Oh, man. I had all to right. get it in. All
0: right. <laughs> Cousins at against all odds at gmail.com for your Harry, uh big Harry basketball <laughs> names. Kareem Abdul Jabbar <laughs> the hut as, uh, it gets us off and running. Let me give you my pick, <laughs> as if it matters. There will be a goal scored in the uh, first five minutes. I'm, yes, is 142. Uh, like I, I've done the math, and I get that they're banking on people not doing the math. If you get a goal every five minutes, there's 12 goals in the game, which seems outrageous, but maybe not in this series. But anyway, uh, and Evander Kane scored one at 504 yes, uh, the, the other day. How How much would that have sucked if we had that? a mm-hmm. goal to score and it went at 4 yeah. Oh four. We're all going to hit this at one point. We're going to do race to five minutes. I don't know what we would call it, but when, uh, when it's just hockey, we're going to have to jump on and do this. But anyway, yeah. uh, the stat, the, the trends are against this. Uh, between these two teams, six of their last eight games that they've played has not seen a goal in the first five minutes, but I'm banking on a shaky Mike Smith. Kemper's uh, uh, backup is in there. I'm bucking the trend here. I'm biting Fandle. You had me fall for it. There will be a goal scored in the first five minutes. Yes, plus one forty-two. Uh, real quick, the match, Bry. This you said was the best. This was uh, Mahomes oh, it was, it and was, Allen against Rogers and Brady. You said this was the best one. Well,
4: yeah, I didn't really enjoy the other ones. I thought this one was yeah. by far the best. I mean, it was competitive. I thought uh, some of the shots the guys made, especially Rogers and Mahomes. I thought Mahomes was Mahomes was really good in that in this in this match play. He was boozing it up too. Yeah. He he was drinking too. You know what the thing was like halfway through, I was, I I had the Ranger game on at the same time. So halfway through, I was listening to the Rangers, but I was just watching the golf play and I bet, I bet Brady and Rogers. So it was nice to win on that last long putt by uh, Rogers, but I was impressed with the play. I mean, I thought Josh Allen was, Josh Allen was pretty bad and they they did hit some bad. I mean, they did hit some bad shots, but I don't know if it was the type of, you know, that shamble Mm. or whatever they call it. I, that was, right, right, right. it was, it was actually very entertaining. I know Harry too, actually. Well, like, maybe, well, yeah, yeah. Brian, what was that
3: on? What was that nine? That par three where three of the four, I mean, I know uh Allen wasn't good, uh or uh, Rogers wasn't good on that, but the other three had great tee shots yeah. within like eight feet, all three of them on that over the water. Yeah. yeah, and
4: they had that one, two, they had that short par four that um mm-hmm. it was 300 and like, I don't know, 320 yards away. And Rogers was on the green, like on a crazy shot. Well, I mean, it was, it was pretty, it was, Pretty impressive.
0: I wonder what the future is for this. Are they just going to keep lining up like great athletes? That, that I, now they're, are we going to see like third string running backs going at it? And they're yeah, going to yeah. ask I think for pay-per-view you, money?
4: You have to do, you can't, I don't think you can combine these guys with the golfers. I know sometimes sometimes people like listening to the golfers give yeah. know, tips of what they need right. to do. But I think it was more, you know, it was more competitive having all right. It this way. We were back and forth last night, Brian. You made a couple of
3: good points. Made, you made a couple of good points about maybe like it's better
0: than without uh, the PGA golfers in oh, there, and yeah, just have yeah, it yeah. be the athletes. They should have it. And, you know, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they should have it. Yep. All right. There you go. Uh, we've said it all. I'm still reeling from the, Har- the Kevin Harlan call <laughs> Harry, naked Harry, dribbling a <laughs> basketball. I mean, if so that good. doesn't go viral, we're in a lot of trouble. Uh, that baby face, did I miss anything? Pretty good, right?
1: I mean, it's a it's a career highlight. Uh, I, I would love to see Harry and Kevin Harlan do a game, though. I mean, Harry has... It could great happen. Great Harry calls. shouldn't have driven past the
0: CNN building. If he, he, he might have had a shot. <laughs>
1: really you, might have had
0: his shot. Do you want me uh. to give you
1: one of my calls that when I wanted to be a play-by-play guy in college, I kept a notebook. Do you want to hear at least one of them? Go
0: ahead. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> All
1: right. Here's the pitch from Saberhagen. Shabbat shalom. Hello. Goodbye and peace. (laughs) That ball is out of (laughs) here. Very good. I'm saving for my Gabe Kapler or Ryan Braun. maybe. You really are.
0: Race to 10 10 tonight. We'll be playing for a follower out there. We're going to come up with a trivia question. I'll tweet it and uh, someone will answer and we'll play. We have the Celtics to score 10 first. At minus 106, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds, for the great Kevin Harlan, for the great Spaghetti and Meatballs, for the, eh, all right, so great. Babyface Joel Solomon, Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long, and happy handicapping.